morning. Good morning. Um, we're at the, towards the bottom of Sabahara from the base. Uh, a little bit of uh, by today we're going to be learning uh, two, four, five, five lines up, last words on the line, Omar Rav. Omar Rav says Rav. First we're going to learn a, a little about the Sahara, even inclination. Who is this guy? Who is, what's he all about? So Omar Rav says Rav, Sahara, you should know the Sahara is Domed is wolf, is a bit like a fly. The Yeshe Ben Shanev who sits between the two parts of the heart, to atriums, ventricles, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Shenevan says, Zavuve Moves, dead, basically dead flies, the way it's explained, this dead, I mean, literally it's flies of death, but uh, dead flies, Yav-ish, means to make her uh, putrid, to make her uh, disgusting, Yabia and makes bubble, Shemen Rekeach, a well, uh, sort of spiced and uh, mixed oil. Because when a dead fly falls in there, it starts bubbling and it's all messed up. That's the first opinion. The second opinion is, Ushwal Amashmuel says, It's like a wheat kernel, Domet, similar to. Shenemen says, La Pesach, Chatos, At the entrance, Chatos, sin, crouches. Expression of Chetos. Now, obviously, we have to understand what's going on here. What does it mean it's similar to a fly? What does it mean it's similar to the wheat? So, the first thing is like this. The God says we're actually talking about two different types of Yetzirah here. Let's go with the Zavur first. The Zavur is the Yetzirah Philosophy and Hori, he says. We know a fly, flies are attracted to dead flesh. Where there's dead flesh, that's where they're attracted to. So, when it comes to Loshan Hori, you're not going to speak Loshan Hori about somebody who's uh, got nothing to speak about. It's only where there's dead flesh. There's something juicy, something dead, something bad about the person which you can latch onto. That's where you're going to speak to Loshan Hori. Furthermore, we said it is, what did we say? Zerubi Moves Yavich, Yavia Hashem and Rekeach. That means that you should realize, Torah is obviously compared to oil. Right? Yitzhar is light, is, is Torah. When a person speaks Losh and Hora, all that Torah of his is Yavich, goes bad. We know Torah is all about the time of the code of Yaakov. The opposite of that is obviously Losh and Hora, that's the misuse. Whereas the, that's what the God says, the way that the Ben Yodha puts it, is Zavuv, is Osius Zov Boy. Zov Boy. Whatever person, all the Torah mitzvahs he's got inside him, Zov, flows straight out of him. He loses them all with his Losh and Horror. Another point to ponder is the, the Ben Yodha says, we know that even if a person to find that limb gets better, there's still a little bit of something putrid there, again, the fly is attracted to it. It senses that little... He says, so too, when a person sits, unless it's sure it's absolutely 100% pure, the Yitzhara will come back again. The Yitzhara will come back again. Um, perhaps the... Coming now, that's the finest idea that it's like a fly. What does it mean it sits on the two sides of the heart? So I think the most, the most famous shot is because we say the Ephrotum, the Amina, but it's considered Smodo, you have to realise sometimes the Itzahara, it goes into, we know the left side belongs to the Itzahara, that's its home territory. <laughs> the right side belongs to the Yitzhah side. But we know the Yitzahara, what it does sometimes is, it lends on credit. What it does is, it goes into the side of the Yitzhah, and it persuades the person to do a mitzvah. 
Because it knows that it will get back many more Averis. And that's the most famous Peshat word. Arachayim puts it, it also sometimes sits on the right side to stop the Shefa of Toyin coming into the side. It wants to stop the flow of, of goodness coming inside. But I think perhaps we could suggest like this. It has a slightly different take, and that's like this. You have to realise, when a person, most people, when they, they're led after their tithe, they know it's a momentary, it's a relatively momentary, temporary enjoyment. They know, even the people who say we don't believe in God, etc., we know full well, they know what's to come at the end. It's a bit like if you're on a moshul, a person is on a diet. And they comes to a kiddush, and there's a beautiful cake there. Very they eat it. They know, they know they're going to regret it afterwards. But right now, I can't be told. So they make all sorts of excuses like, you know, a few calories won't hurt, we'll burn it off on the way home, etc., etc. But they know, they're still looking over their shoulders, still making cash bonus the whole time, they can't really enjoy it. You know, making cash bonus, how many calories is that, etc., etc. So you have to realise, the Yetzirah, yeah, yeah, he's in the, the left side of the heart. That's his territory. But he's constantly looking over his shoulder to the Yetzirah, what's going on there? What's going on there? Because he knows, eventually, Right now, yes, so you can don't always have it good. But he knows in the future there's going to come a time when it's... It, he's always look, looking over his shoulder. You could well say we're going to come back to this Gemara again. There's a Gemara in Shabbos which says, that our father says, My just was Pshat, It says, When you're young, enjoy yourself. Basically, enjoy the goodness of life when you're young. Go in the ways of your heart. After what your eyes see. You should know on all of these enjoyments God's going to bring you in, you're going to have to give a reckoning on this one day. So well, well, it doesn't sound too convincing then. So, um, so the, the Gemara says well you should know the first part of the postdoc is that enjoy life, enjoy life that's the Yitzhahara and the second part is the Yitzhahara voicing its opinion wait a second you realize you're going to have to give but you should know that it could well be, and I, I did just find that the, uh, apparently the Foshim explained this as well, we're gonna, we'll, we'll come back to this, as Hashem. But you should know that it could well be that it's all one person speaking the whole lot. One is speaking for the Yitzhara, and he's also speaking for the Yitzhara How can that be? The answer is because the Yitzhara knows the Yitzhara's job just as well as the Yitzhara. He knows the speech of the Yitzhara just as well as the Yitzhara knows the speech. He tells the person, enjoy life, enjoy life. But the constantly he knows in the back of his mind, he's worrying, comes the end, you're going to have to give judgment on all of this. You can't really enjoy it all, because you know there's going to come a time. Then it's just to expand this idea a little further. You know, Esau, it says, Esau despised the Chorah. Why? Why does he despise the Chorah? Before he sold the Bechorah, he despised it. Why did he despise it? Suddenly, after he sold it, he despised it. Why? It's very simple, why? That's right. Before he sold it, it was a rash decision. Suddenly, after he's had the soup and his uh, eyes, squashed his eyes, he suddenly thought to himself, what a fool. So fine, I'm not interested in Abedin Sashem, but there's a lot of things which may come with it. That may have been a very, very bad move. So in, or, in order to convince himself, and that's one of the reasons, that's why anti-Semitism, that's one of the roots of anti-Semitism. 
is they make it their life's mission to prove that that Bechorah means nothing. How do they do that? By pogroms, emotional pain, physical pain. That's one of the roots of anti-Semitism. That's the basic idea. Zavuv, the Zavuv, the fly, all the fashion about that idea that flies, uh, you know, green bottles, are dirty creatures. And therefore, that's why it's the Senel, that's the icon of sin. But the evidence you see it in the word, the word Zavuv, the word Zavuv is Gematria 17, the Gematria of Chait. That's without the other. But they, they, they always say that Chait, the root of Chait is Chaftes, which is, which is sin. It's the same Gematria as Toad. Toad being 17 as well. You've got the two flip sides. And that's basically, that's what we're saying with the, with the, uh, with the, with the Zavuv, with this fly. It's constantly, it's on the bad side, the side of Tait, but it's also looking over to the side of Tait, it's constantly look, looking over its shoulder. Just sort of end, end, end this theme with one, one last uh, thought. You know, there's, there's a Gemara Megiddo. The Gemara Megiddo says, Ekron to Akev. Ekron will be our Brutus. Zu Kishri Basedon. This refers to Kishri Basedon. She is a metropolis, Shemadokim is a metropolis, metropolis of kings. And Kishri, and you should know what's going on in this pastor. Kishri of Yerushalayim. There's two places, one called Kishri, and one you're probably more familiar with, somewhere called Jerusalem. If a person says to you, both of them have been destroyed, I'll tell you, don't believe them. Both of them are inhabited, I'll tell you, they're both doing flourishing, don't believe. Or, one is doing well, and one's right down rock bottom, that you should believe. Shenanan says, I will be filled up from the destruction of the other. Meaning, one regime will be strengthened through the downfall of the other. The word Edom, Zukishri Bas Edom, Edom comes from expression of Odom. Okay, it comes from the word Odom. Do you know the colour red? What's, what's special about the colour red? It's in a very, very attractive colour. It's not sneers, it's seen as a colour to be very bright red, it's not seen as a colour to attract attention. This is the life of Aesop. It's a, what do you call it, like a, a life of illusion, delusion, whichever way you want to look at it. It's a life of Aesop. It's very attractive on the outside. Yeah, it's a very attractive life, as we said. But it's just, it's nothing more than that. It's an external, it's a facade. Shlema HaMelech says, obviously, so if Dabai HaTol Nishma HaTolikim Yerabes Mitzvah Sob Shemur, Kizeh Kala Odom. The true Odom is not the Edom. It's not the, the, um, the, uh, sort of all these excitements of life. The true Odom is Yerashalayim, is the Vekas Hashem. That's the true Odom. The rest of it is Hebel. It's nothing. That's the Zavuv. The Zavuv, it flies, it flies. The minute it stops slapping its wings, what happens? No dies. As long as they enjoy themselves in the discos and all these things we've as we've spoken about from Shimshan uh, Pinkus, life seems very good. The minute the music stops, it's all over. It's all over. Ekron is an expression of okor, being barren, akiro, being uprooted. This is really what it's all about. Ekron to Aker, that's what it's all about. Just as long as Yerushalayim is the Khurban, they can convince themselves 
we, this, we've got the lies. Look at your Shalayim, look at the way you've lived this you're in Golis, you're in exile, you're living in poverty, etc. We've got the lies. But by the same token, they know at the same time, there's going to come a time in the future, they know full well there's going to come a time in the future when the tables are going to be turned. And this, that's the idea of the Zulu, as we said. It's in the left compartment of the heart, but it's constantly looking over its shoulder. It's impossible that both of them will be flourishing. The only time that this Chaim Zomim, this sort of a illusion of life, this external way of life, can actually give itself any sort of value is when the true value of life, the true Odom, is down in the dumps. At least to the onlooker. When you look at Yerushalayim, you see it's Churban, so then they can say, look, look what we've got to offer. But they know the minute Yerushalayim is rebuilt, it'll all be over. You know, the Gemara says in, in Avedazara, the future, who's the f- when Hashem says, right, it's payday, come on, everyone come for your reward. Who's going to be the first one that comes in? Who's going to come in first for their reward? Yeah, which boy? That's it. And they're going to say, look, look what we've done. Look how many uh, bathhouses we, we built, how many uh, uh, marketplaces, etc. All we did, you know why? It was obviously for Torah. And this is the same Edo who tried to bite the neck, the Esau who tried to bite the neck of Yaakov to destroy the Torah. The same Edo who destroyed the Mesamikdos. Oh yeah, sure. Everything we did was for the, to further Torah. They know the truth. And Hashem says, that, no it wasn't. You want to enjoy life with the Zonot, etc. You did it for yourself. Just you knew the whole time. You always had this at the back of your mind sort of plan B. What we're going to say when it comes to, when we come to court, what's, what's going to be our, what's going to be our excuse. That's the, the as I said, I think that's the, the basic idea going on the Zavur. That's the Zavur. What's the Chetor then? So Shmuel says that the Yetzar is like the Chetor. So again, the, 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 the God says, fine, the Zavur is the Yetzahara of Loshon Hara. So the Chetor is the Yetzahara of Taiba. So I thought this particularly interesting because I think probably the two biggest, obviously everyone's got their own personal Yetzahara, but I think the, the two biggest Yetzahara of this, it's not just modern day, is Loshon Hara. Chavitz Chaim writes all about. To the extent that people just don't realise there's anything wrong with it. That's the whole safe of Chavitz Chaim is all about. And it's not a surprise he said the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed because of Loshon Hara. And Taiba. We live in an immoral world. It's Taiba. And says the God, what, what, what's Chetor got to do with, with Taiba? He says, very simple. We know that, something which Rabbi Yehuda says, what was the Eit Hadas? Which tree was the Eit Hadas? Chetor. And the Gemara says in Surah, When does a child get that first level of understanding? When it's Tain Tan Dogger. So the Chetor says the God, and that leads to Taiba. Once you get a little bit of understanding, that's where Taiba comes from. Just a little bit of understanding. So, um, that's what, that's what the God says, the Ben Yoda says. He says, also explaining on uh, this therapy, it's Taigo. He says, you know that without bread, a person, that's the staple diet of a man, it's bread. So kind of a soda without bread. He says, so too when it comes to Taigo, as we've spoken about in the past, the world can't exist without Taigo. If there wasn't Taigo, there wouldn't be procreation, etc., the world wouldn't be inhabited. That's why the, the, the manager says, Taigo, I already came to call Hashem also in a toy, the Yitzhah toy. No, oi, the Yitzhah ra. It says, you need both. But it's Tafkir Chitor, not, it doesn't say bread, it says Chitor. Why Chitor? Because Chitor 
students, how many, how many of you have to get it ready from the chitah to make it into bread? Eleven. So we've got to undergo eleven processes before it becomes bread. So it's a lot of work. And you also, you've got to mix into it water. You just take the word, we to say nothing will happen, you've got to mix the water in. So, so then you're yodah, so too. The yetzorah is there, can be used for the good, as we've spoken about. But you need a lot of work for it, and you've got to mix in the water, i.e. the Torah. So the Torah is to temper it, to keep it under control. One last idea, then Yoda says, is of this. As we said, the chitah is a type of tree. As we said, it needs a lot of work in order to be massacring it. You take any other fruit, you take your apples off the tree, cook them, maximum you cook them, you can eat them straight up raw, or you can cook them, but it's one process. The wheat is a very, very hard, it's a lot of processes in order to make it uh, edible. He says that is the way of the Yitzharah. If a person falls into the chit, he falls into the trap of the Yitzharah, says the Benishkai, it's a very, very hard process to come back. But if a person does, once a person does, you take an apple, you can make it into the most luscious looking meal. It remains very prehot You take the chitta, which was very prehot It was low, I mean, I said you could say it was a tree which was lower to very prehot But once you take it through the 11 processes and you raise it up, it becomes what well, it says, special bracha. How makes you in the Says the Ben Yoyaz, that's the derech of the Baal well, the seers, uh, they all say, we'd, we'd be very happy to be getting the type of Baal Teshuvah in Elul, that a Baal Teshuvah, Mokim Shbaal Teshuvah, Shbaal Teshuvah, if them, Afidu Tzadikim Gemurim, Einon Yechelim Lama. It's a famous memoir, where, where a Baal Teshuvah stands, he's had to work at it. That's one of the Pshat and Gimmon. So the Tzadik has it easy, he's never sent. It's quite easy for him. Where the Baal Teshuvah, all the work he's gone through, it doesn't go unnoticed. If he's Zoycha to become the proper Baal Teshuvah, then... He goes from being to Spurri Priyadoma to Hamitzi Lechem Menorah. Continues on the Gemara. Sonor Abon has been taught in a brighter. Shetei Kaloyet Yishpeh Ba'odom. You know, a person's got two kidneys. Achaz Yuhat Tzor the Tevo. One advises him for the good. Achaz Yuhat Tzor the Rav. One gives him the advice for the bad. When Mistabras is the Gemara, it's logical to assume that Tevo Liyamino Baralis Menorah. That the good one is on the right side. And the bad one is on the left side. So if a person's having a kidney transplant or anything like that, they want the, I suppose, the right one, I suppose. But uh, to assume is it right, Leiv Chacham Liyamino Vilev Kisil Litzmoida. The heart of the wise is on the right, and the heart of the left, and the heart of the fool is on his left. Okay? Um... As I've always mentioned, I think it's, it's just such a... You probably know what I'm going to say. Yeah, they from the Amino, but we're getting there, we're getting there. Yeah? I think it's a measure for the God, the God, I heard it from the God originally. They from the Amino, the heart of the wise looks to what he's accomplished. He looks to the right. Psalm 60, or 59 and a half, that, whatever it is so far. They've Kisil, normally it's the Kisil who says, look how much we've still got to go. I said, in this case, it doesn't work so, uh, so well. But, but um, the... That, but that, 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 that's just a, a nice touch. But the idea here is, Leifoth and Yemina, I think as the Maharashtra says, you don't have two hearts. Rather, it means you've got two kidneys. And the kidneys, as we're going to see, they work together with the heart. They do work in tandem with the heart. But you know the heart, where is the heart? It's not in the middle of the chest, where is it? Slightly over to the left. So if you think about it, um, when the heart wants to take good advice, 
got to go further, doesn't it? You've got the kidney on the right, you've got the kidney on the left. So the left kidney is closer to the heart than the right kidney. Says the, the, um, says the, uh, yeah, it says the Ben Yoyada, that's what we say, Eitzos me rochik emuna oinas. You want good advice, it comes me rochik, it comes from afar. You also say, me rochik hashem nirei. It comes from afar. The Yitzhara is always in there first, you can be sure of that. The other idea, the, the, the God says, he says, well, why do we assume that the good one must be on the right? I mean, it's possible, he said, it's possible, you know. He says, because the Pesach says, Af yodi is Pesach Yishaya, Af yodi yosta oret, my hand uh, established the earth, the mini and my right hand, Tipcha Shomayim, basically set up the heavens. We know heaven is uh, very much connected to Edom Abor, the spiritual, and the Oret is Edom Azez, the Gashmir. So he says, that's why Yogi is the left hand, is Oret, and the Shomayim, the more spiritual, is connected to the Yemini, my right hand. Tana Rabbon, it's been taught in a brighter. Kiloyos Yoratzis. Now we're literally going to go through the various, mainly internal organs that a person has. So you have Kiloyos Yoratzis. The kidneys give the advice. The, I think it's Nofutzis Yoda, he links up a few of these with sort of the biological knowledge of how these organs work, what all, shouldn't say how they work, what they do. He says, we know the kidneys are very much responsible for water, controlling the water balance in the blood, etc., purifying it. He says that the, 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 at least the way, the way he understands it, and again, I'm not, uh, not a doctor, I don't know, but he says that what the kidneys do is it takes out the sort of the putrid water from the blood, therefore purifies the blood, and therefore the blood which is going to the brain is more pure. He says that actually connects the, if you want, what he calls the nefesh sichlis, the, with the, with the nefesh chiyunis it's called, basically the intellectual soul, or whatever you want to call it, with the living soul inside, it makes the connection much stronger. So therefore the cloyos yatsos, the advice will be much purer, much straighter, less convoluted. That's the cloyos yatsos. Then the lave maiden. The heart understands. That means, I think the shot is because you know maiden is an expression of, besides being binyan, to build something, you've got to, you, you can't build something with one brick. You want to build something, you've got to have two bricks, you've got to have two things. Okay? Hence the word ben comes from binya. You've got to have a father and a son. And they go together. Ab is out of space. But the, the basic idea is we always say maven. What does the word bino mean? Always means? That's English translation. What does it mean? What does that mean as well? I believe we've mentioned this quite a few times. Chokma is the raw, raw knowledge. Bina is what we always term maven dovamatechov, is to extrapolate that, to build on it. That's right. So therefore, the Kaloyas, you've got two kidneys. You've got the Yitzhara and you've got the Yitzhatov. Each one's giving its advice. The Lev has to be the judge. It's got to be maven, it's got to decide between the two which one to listen to, whether advice is good, whether it's not good. We'll see later on more, more about this idea of uh, sort of judging the, the advice. Loshin Mechatech, then we've got the tongue. Literally, is mechatech. It cuts up the, the words, prepares them. Pergoyme, and the mouth completes it. It allows the words out. Um, as, it, as it happens, the, the, the interesting, because I mean, the, the question is, what's this doing over here? What's, 
all the rest of it is going to be t- talking about the internal organs. So how does the mouth and the tongue come into it? So th- there is a gift in the Inyaka which puts it slightly later on, and based on that we'll be able to answer it in a second. We're just thinking now, maybe because you've got the, you've got the perfect parallel here, don't you? The way we just explained it, the Cloyers give the advice, and the Lave decides whether to take the advice. So too, the Lotto prepares the speech. And the pair is doing it. The mouth, you know, with the mouth, is, as I'll say, you've got two showmen there, the teeth and the lips. The mouth is responsible, to get a bit, as I said, the, 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 with, the, with the teeth and lips, to decide whether to allow it out. It's got to go through two security checks. Yeah? That's the, the, uh, the idea. Perhaps that's the, sort of the analogy between the two. But anyway, then you've got the esophagus, which brings in and out. It takes down the food. It can also spew out the food. Markley Savoti Kongini Markle that brings in and out all types of foods. Connor, then you've got the trachea, the windpipe, moti curl, which is responsible for producing uh, sound. In other words, it doesn't mean literally, but obviously you've got to breathe in order to be able to speak, to sing. That's what it means, moti curl. Sobasama Khalapomadeh, Reya Shayabas Kongini Mashkin, the lungs are responsible, they draw in all types of liquid. Now, again, it doesn't mean literally because uh, one most definitely hopes they don't get liquid going into the lungs. What it means again is, in order to be able, obviously as Rashi says, the liquid goes into the stomach, but, and it goes through obviously the esophagus as we said, but it's through the lungs which actually draw in, it's the breathing which affects the drawing in of the liquid. Now, before we go any further, the Enyakov, according to the Enyakov, this is where you have the words, Haloshon Makhatev Ve'aper Goyme. He says, what's it, what, what's it doing there? Says the Ben Yayada, you know what it's doing there? It's to prove what we just said. How do you know that the lungs are responsible for, for mashke? How do you know that? He says, very simple. If you speak a lot, what happens to your mouth? Opposite. You get a dry mouth. You're singing when you're leaning. Your mouth goes dry, right? Why does it go dry? The answer is because, we said, the corner, the breathing is very much responsible for speech. So when you're speaking a lot, the lungs are having to work over time. You're constantly taking deep breaths, etc. And therefore it's shaved, called in a mushkin. That's what he says. It takes away all the mushkin, all that saliva is also drawn in, on it, as you said, not into the lungs, drawn into the stomach. But that's why, he says, you get a dry mouth. I don't know, again, the, the, the biology of it, I don't know whether, whether that's recognised or not, but that's, uh, that's how he wants to explain it. Then we've got COVID case. You've got the, the liver, top of some colour from the COVID case. The liver gets angry. And moral zorekes by tipo. The gall, I think it's the gallbladder, um, or whatever you call it, basically throws in a drop. And this, the, the gone says, is a, a, an allusion to the idea, an allusion to the idea that, um, we say, we say about somebody who's, uh, who's, uh, who's got a bad temper, we say, All his days are spent getting angry and uh, in pain. He's constantly in a bad temper. And what's the end of it? The Yitzhara comes, uh, not the Yitzhara, the Malachamavas comes along, puts in its drop, it's called, it's uh, called a bitter drop, and everything, all that, that noise which used to emanate from this person comes to a standstill. You know, as the, as the, the saying goes, I mean, as, as I was preparing this, there was a saying on the wall there, for every 60 seconds of anger, 
you lose one minute of happiness. Something to think about there. Okay, that says the gone is what's being uh, alluded to in, in this uh, in this Gemara. Next is techol. Um, so right, so the gulbladder puts in a drop, and then calms him down. Techol seichet. Next thing is the spleen. The spleen. Although I think still they don't know what it's responsible for, but Chazal uh, tell us it's responsible for laughter. Why is it responsible for laughter? So I can't tell you why, but apparently. Okay. But um, the, the Gaon says like this. He says that you have to realize that Olamazer is compared to darkness, Olamabor is compared to daylight, and the Tuchel, the spleen, is the one who gives you enjoyment of this world. That's what it means, Tuchel. Like we say, we say that, um, what, what, what do we say, the, the Gemara in Shabbos? He says, Tov Tas Mishachel. And the Gemara says, it's better the anger Akhari Forcha has for the Sadiqim in this world than the Sechayk that the Rishoyim enjoy in this world. And says, so, oh, that comes from the Sechayk, it comes from the Ispilim. Um, anybody brings various Sukkim and Marmorim to back this up. I thought perhaps we could, we, could, um, we could sort of explain it a little more with the Nefutus here again, who explains the biology behind it. He says the Sechayk, the Ispilim apparently it draws out, maybe this, it doesn't, I don't know if he says it draws out the yesoit he'ofor min adon. So we said the, the kidneys are responsible for the water balance, and apparently the spleen is responsible for the literally the earth balance within the blood. Um, and he says that is the place where the the moral the black, whatever you want to call it, that's where it comes from. So he says when um, it's taken out, I should say. So through that, a person when when that purifies, he gets. He gets laughed. That's what he says. So according to what we said, it fits beautifully. Because what the, what the Tchel does is, it takes out the Mora Shechur, this Yisait HaOfer, and basically it gives you the impression as if you're not living in the dark. We said, oh no, there's darkness. But it takes out the Shechur, the blackness. And it gives you the impression, takes out the offer, the Olamazer. And it gives you the impression as if you're enjoying a life of, of Ruchnius. And therefore, you're enjoying yourself in Olamazer, but it's really just a catch. It's just a, it's the net, and one another accomplice in the work of the of the Yetzirah. That's the Tichol. Next is the Kevo, uh, the Kurkaban. The Kurkaban is Teichin. Now, the Kurkaban is normally the normally more associated with a bird. Um, it's the Messes and the and the, the Hemses and the in, the in an animal. It's, I think they call it the crop. No, the Crop or the gizzard, I don't know which one's which. One, one, one's the stomach of the bird, and the other one's where it stores its feces. I don't know the English which one's which, but the crooked one is the stomach, anyway. Whichever one is the crop or the gizzard. So, um, I think it's actually the gizzard, but... Uh, anyway, whichever one, it's the stomach. And what it does is, that is taking, it grinds down the food. Kiva, um, now coming to the stomach, I suppose, of a human being, but Kiva Yashena, Afneo. Generally, the, the, the way is that the stomach brings sleep on a person. You know, when you've had a heavy meal, the person gets tired. And the us and the nose is responsible for a person keeping a person awake. I suppose when you take deep breaths, etc., 
I don't know exactly how, but that, that's, that's what's responsible for uh, giving a person awake. So, Ne'ara Yoshin, when the, if Chasrashon, if it goes the other way around, that means, the, the first chapter in Rashi is like this, then Ne'ara Yoshin, the one which is responsible for sleep, starts doing the job of keeping a person awake. Or, well, in fact, and Yoshin, I know, the first chapter of Rashi, basically switched jobs, then, Nimoik Vahedeslo, it's going to be a very, very, basically the body is going to, will, uh, it's, it's, it's on, 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 a, on a downhill slope. Okay, the person will sort of, uh, what's the word for it, dissolve away. Okay? HaKadosh Baruch has created a person very exactly, that the stomach is responsible for making a person sleep, and the nose apparently for causing a person to wake up. If they reverse roles, then it's, uh, it's bad news. The other pshat in Rashi is like this, the solution in Rashi says is, that if one of them takes on the job of the other, joins hands with the other, then it's bad news. Because either it means the person will never sleep, or he'll always be asleep. And obviously for a balanced, healthy, working body, a person needs the correct balance of sleep and waking out. Tana, it's been taught. Now this one is, is um, sorry, we just did that. No, yeah, Tana, it's been taught. Im shenei Now this is very clear what it means. If both of them are working to cause the person to sleep, or both of them are working to keep him awake, straight away he will die. Now, says the God, according to the second Peshat of Rashi, we've got a little bit of a problem, and that is that seemingly what we've just said is exactly the same as this Brysa, is it not? This was originally a Brysa, so it's not like we're bringing a Brysa to back it up. We brought a Brysa which said that the Stomach is responsible for sleep. The nose is responsible for keeping a person awake. Correct? And then we said, if, according to the second Pashatan Rashi, if one of them takes on the role, joins hands with the other one, then nimoit vahedechle. According to the second Pashatan, that means because you've got both of them working to keep the person asleep, or both of them to keep him awake. So, then we bring a bright which says exactly that. So why do we need to bring a bright if we just said that? So, the God says, the truth is, maybe there's a difference between the two. And the truth is, if you look at a bright, it just occurred to me, there seems to be a little bit of a difference. What does it say? The bright said, the second bright said, Miyad Meh. Straight away, he'll die. What does the first bright say? He'll deteriorate. Says the God, the difference may be like this. If you look at the Lashon and Rashi, I think it's very Maduric and Rashi. The second one is talking about when both of them are completely asleep. That means they're both working overtime in causing the person to sleep. Then we ask me, will die straight away. The first one means if the stomach is working to keep him asleep and the nose begins to start working as well to keep him asleep, then Nimuk Vahedechle. And if you look at Rashi, the end of the end of the Master Nimuk Vahedechle, when he brings the Lashon Acher, so he's explaining the first right, and he says, O Yoshin Aneo, Vidimsu Yishinayim Yishinim, Vidimsu Yishinayim yeah? He can only keep awake with difficulty. Meaning that he's not completely asleep. That's the next price. And the next price when he's completely asleep, he just spends all time sleeping, then he's going to die straight away. But here we're talking about where the stomach is working to keep him asleep, and the nose is also now beginning to work like that. So he's finding it very hard to keep awake. 
Okay? Ask the gardener. I just want to show you this because I think if you look very closely at Rashi, it's very interesting. The God says, but I've still got a problem. That is, so what are you going to do then with Shneem Neorim? Both of them are away. That seems to be exactly the same then. Because you're defining when, the, when, when one of them is doing both jobs, that's called being asleep. Correct? Because we said, if the, if the nose begins to sleep, and we said, I don't mean literally sleep, it means it's doing both jobs. That's called sleeping though. So what does it mean Shneem Neorim though? Both of them are awake, must mean they're completely awake. So in which case, if the cable is awake, when the stomach is awake, that means it's completely awake. So in which case, it seems to be saying exactly the same. I just want to show you whether you follow this question or not. Just look at Rashi very carefully. Just, I just noticed this now. Let's look at that Rashi in full. Nimrat Yeah? He's A person, do you know that? The Nimshat Nimisa. It doesn't say the Yasmeh. He's drawn towards death. This is explained in the first verse. But look at what he says. Loshin Ased. That means hakezol. The stomach, which normally is responsible for sleep, is awake. The nimsu cable, the af neorim, so it comes out that the stomach and the nose are awake. She'ena yoshin halal. He doesn't sleep at all. Okay. Then he says, o yoshin aneo, or the one which is uh, normally awake sleeps. The nimsu yoshinim shneim yoshinim, and both of them are awake. Uh, but then I'll sleep. The Aina Neor, he im Bakoshi. Doesn't say that he's asleep. Completely. It says he's only awake with difficulty. It's exactly what the God just said, isn't it? When both of them, when we say, when we talk about both of them being awake, uh, sorry, all the way around, uh, yes, then he can't sleep at all. That's the definition of awake. When we talk about both of them being asleep, however, it doesn't mean they're completely asleep, because otherwise that's exactly the same as the second brighter. Rather, it means, because then Miyav means they'll die straight away. Rather, it means that he finds it very difficult to stay awake. So then, eventually, it's Nimshach Lamisa. The truth is that, um, the, the truth is, in answering up Rashi, because of this difficulty, the Gaon says, obviously Rashi didn't have the Gerson that we have in the Gemara, and he didn't have the second writer. So, by the way, he says he can't see any other way of answering it. But as I said, just from this Rashi, it is very interesting. No, so, so, no. So the second bride, the Gaon says, Rashi didn't have that case, so he paid out completely. No, no, no. So, well, no, he doesn't have any of it. It seems he doesn't have, didn't have the second bride. And therefore, you don't have to come onto this whole vault that we've said. The only thing is, Rashi is very reserved, like the Gaon says, isn't it? The only problem is, then you've got a problem in the first bride, so what's Miss Nav never heard of? You've got to say, you don't have the second bride at all, says the God. Okay? And you have to say, then, in other words, we'll take the Gaon's idea, but take away the second bride, nonetheless. And therefore, both them being awake doesn't mean literally that, uh, hold on, which way around it. When you're b- both awake, it means he doesn't sleep at all. If he doesn't sleep at all, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean he'll die straight away. But if both them are asleep, meaning that he finds it very difficult to keep awake, doesn't mean the mum is completely asleep, they're But if they were both asleep completely, that's death. That's, uh, so, do you see what I mean? In other words, we're taking the shaft of the God, 
But because of the difficulty of the next price, it, it, it won't fit. We ask you, I mean, I'm not going to spend any more time cheshbing it out, but work it out, you'll see, it still, it doesn't work. There's still a contradiction between the two prices. And then because of that, the Gaon says, you have to take out the prices. According to Rashi, the, the other price doesn't exist. So in other words, either you go with the first Lashon of Rashi, then it doesn't mean they're both doing both jobs. It means they just switch jobs. And then the second price is talking about when they're both doing both jobs. Or if you take the second Lashon of Rashi, you don't have the second price. That's where you have to know. So if a person finds himself extremely lethargic, you better go see a... It's not very healthy, you better go see a doctor. Um, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I, I, tell, I, I tell you, to start, to start, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's linked, but you know, there's something called sleep apnea. Uh, what is sleep apnea? It's when the sleep is, I mean, I, I don't know if this is what the Gomorrah means, I have no idea. But the sleep is nothing to do with, because the nose obviously is supposed to be breathing whilst you, uh... Maybe that's Maybe that's huh? Maybe that's well, they, what, what is sleep happening? It's when the person stops breathing whilst he's sleeping. Well, it's a lack of, I think it's a lack of oxygen, they say. Yeah, it causes, but it, well, I mean, okay, which one, everyone's the cause and the effect. The sound, obviously, is the, is the, the effect of it. But yeah, you're right, it's the snoring is really a seminal of, uh, of such a thing. Whether that's what the Gomorrah means, I have no idea. Whether, whether that's what the Gemara means to say, that it's us, is, that, that could be the switch of the two. Where the nose is not responsible for the sleep anymore, he's not breathing properly whilst he's sleeping, then obviously that's a bad thing, and that is recognised, obviously. Whether that's got to do with the stomach, I have no idea. Um, okay, Tanya has been taught to the Bryce, Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Omer, Sadiqim Yitzhatov Shofan. When it comes to the Sadiqim, the Yitzhatov, the good inclination, literally judges them. Shanamaz says, Dovit Hamadah said, and my heart was cholal, was empty, was dead inside me. And this is the way Rashi learns it is. It means my yitzhahara was dead inside me. In other words, I was in control of it. Um, and therefore, obviously, yitzhahara is in control. That's basically what it's saying. When it comes to the rishayim, they're judged by the yitzhahara. Shanem, as, as it says, Nu'um also says iniquity to the, uh, to the evil one. Bekerev libi inside my heart, ein pachat erikim neneged There's no fear of God opposite his eyes. And this is what David Amalek is, is uh, he's saying that, um, that the, the, um, the Yitzhah is saying to the Rosha, don't worry about pachat erikim, you don't need any pachat erikim, you don't need to have any fear of God. Basically, Yitzhah is in charge of that person. No Pachat Elikim, there's no Yitzhah Tov there. And then finally you've got the Benonim, the ones who are in between, Zerbezer Shoshan. They're judged by both. Shanem, as it says, Yamodli, Min Evyon, he stands for the right of the poor person. Lehoshia, to save him, Mishofetei Nafsho, from the two judges of his soul. Implying, implying that you've got both. The Yitzhah Tov and the Yitzhah And he's got this concept. We'll see in a second what the, naf- what the Nafkamina is. But before we go any further, what does it mean it judges them? What does that mean, judges them? So the Gaon says, it doesn't mean judge. We find the word shofet. You know, a dayan is also called a shofet. I mean, it's called a shofet, obviously, but he's not really the, the ultimate judge. What it means is, he is the leader. He is responsible to guide people. And that's what it means. The Gaon says the word shofet means to guide. A tzaddik is guided by the Yitzhah A rosha is guided, he's led by the Yitzhah 
and the Bainanim are led by both. That's what the the uh, the Gaon says. And this is where the Ben Yehuda brings that Gemara we saw in Shabbos earlier. The Gemara in Shabbos which says that the Pasuk in Kares which says basically enjoy yourself when you're young. But know that all these enjoyments you're going to have to give Dinah Cheshbon on them in the future. We said the first five is the Yitzharah, the last five is the Yitzharah, so speaking. Says the Ben Yoyoda, this is what I said, I saw that, says in the Mephoshim, it's all the Yitzharah. It's really all the Yitzharah speaking. And what's going on is like this. When you've got somebody who, um, who spends his whole life doing sins, he's enjoyed enjoys his, uh, young, his youth, and he comes, he realises his days are numbered, and he begins to start to have regrets. So what does the Yitzhah do? He comes along and says, look, let's make a cheshman of all the sins you've done. The Yitzhah is now going to be, is now going to judge him. He comes along and he says to him, you've enjoyed yourself in your youth, he says, look, there's no way you've got enough time to do, to shove up all these sins. You're going to have to give Zimba Cheshman on all of these anyway, so you may as well at least enjoy the rest of your life. You're going to have to go to Gehenim anyway. So what difference if you're going to have to spend another few days in Gehenim? You may as well enjoy, at least enjoy this world. That's what the Yitzhah comes and judges the person. The Yitzhah goes the other way around. The Yitzhah he's been helping the Tzadik all, all his life, and he says to Tzadik, you've enjoyed life, you're learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, and it comes to the end of the Tzadik's life, he's very, very weak. And the Sadiq begins to say to himself, look, it's very, very difficult to learn, I can't concentrate anymore, I don't have the same strength. Maybe it's time to enjoy myself just a, a little bit. So the Yitzhah comes on and is shaping him. He says, let's make a cheshman. Look at what, you, what you've got from this world. All the Torah mitzvahs, just think what's to come. It'd be worth, what you're going to enjoy now, you're too old to really enjoy the, the enjoyments of this world. Push yourself just a bit, learn whatever you can now, dump whatever you can now, it's Kadai, because... Your reward is coming in the next world. Your enjoyment is coming in the next world. That's how the Yitzhah is shaping it. That's how the, the Ben Yehud explains it. But the... the um, because the Yitzhah, he makes a cheshman, he judges him, he says to him, look, let, let's make a judgment, let's make a cheshman, all the mitzvahs, Torah mitzvahs you've done. Is it really worth ruining it now? What, anything you're going to enjoy now is nothing compared to it. It's, it's, it's going to ruin everything, sort of thing. There's not enough time to really enjoy life. Is it really worth it? He makes that freshman, and therefore he says, come on, push yourself just that bit, make sure you live out your last days in the same way you've led the rest of your life to make it, uh, to make it work for, for Edom Abba. He said, you know, 
So Rambam writes, a person is mechuyav in Tzalan Torah till literally the last moment. He says, I don't have the Kayach anymore to learn Gemara. This is all I've got the Kayach to learn. To go through Hilchus Brachas, simple Hilchus Brachas, also Torah. I you're right, I don't have the Kayach to learn Gemara, Rashi, says all these things I had in my younger days. But at least right to the last moment, I can still, I still have the Kayach to be able to say, Apple, very priori, potato, very priori, dollar. He said, if I could do that, I, 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 I can do whatever I can do, I'll do. Um, I mean, if, 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 if I may say, I mean, look, it's, it's, you know, with, with, uh, with, with Rabbi Cooper, you know, and after he, he, he became ill, whether you know, it got sort of, so to speak, worse and worse, he, he wasn't able to learn in the same way. But I, can, I mean, anyone who went to visit, I can personally be made. If you told him in the Vatera, his face lit up. I, mean, I remember we used to go, we used to, there was certain, I can't even remember which possible it was, whenever we quoted it, we started and he finished it. No matter what his level of forgetfulness, he, what he learned in his youth, he took him still, his face was sort of lit up, he sort of got very excited. Uh, that doesn't change. Even he can't, he can't learn, he doesn't have the, the curse being taken away, but that doesn't change. That's, that's the, the, the basic idea which is being given over here. I mean, as, as it happens, the, the, the Maharajah says, he says, the Shofi means Pshutokamashmoy, it means in the future you should understand this very same Yetzahara, which told you to do this sin, that sin, this time we mentioned this already, that's the Sotan, that's the Malachamobes, that's the one who's going to carry out the punishment. And the same Yetzahara who told you, do this, do that, that's the same, very same Yetzahara who's going to judge you in the future, and he's going to list all your mitzvahs, and he's going to say, here's your reward, etc., etc. They're each going to be the, the, the uh, relative angel who's going to either be the, the defendant, or the accusing angel. Says the Gemara, Omar Rova, in fact, before that, but Omar Rova says, in fact, before they go back one more state, Omar Rova, if you're going on, for example, we, Bainanim, we're, we're those sort of people, we're the in between. The people we don't know where we are. Therefore, we're judged by, both by the Yitzhah and the Yitzhah. So Omar Abayis, Abayis says to Rova, Leishavik Mara, Lechayi, Lechol, Birya. You haven't left any, literally, any life any basically charged for any other creature. If you're saying we're Bainanim, you the great robber are a Bainanim, so what about the rest of the population? If you're not a Sadiq, then you're saying you're only a Bainanim, that means basically the rest of the world are all Rashaya. Okay? Now obviously Robert was saying this out of Anobo. And by the way, just for the record, the God says it's not Robert, it's Rabel. How do you, how do you know it's Rabel? So maybe it says on the side of the Gemara, but how do you know it's Rabel? Very often you find this interesting, but here the God says I can prove it to you. I don't know, how do I know it's Rabel? You know, Abai and Rabel were contemporaries. Abai wouldn't have referred to him as Ma. Very simple. He says the God, therefore they, they go to his Rabel. Just for the record. But anyway, but Omar Rabel, whether it's Rabel or Rabel here, but Lo'ibri Alma Ela L'Rishiei Gemurei Ode Tzadikei Gemurei You should know the world was created only for Rishayim Gemurei, complete Rishayim or complete Tzadikim. In other words, this world was created for Rishayim Gemurim, as we're going to see in a second. They enjoy this world. The Tzaddik doesn't really enjoy this world, all the luxuries of this world. And Olam boy is only created for the Tzaddikim Gemurim, not for the Rishayim. Omar Rava says, Rava, leave that inish penafshe. A person should know, he should work out about himself in Tzaddik Gomeru in love, whether he's a complete Tzaddik or not. Now why? Why do I have to know if I'm a complete Tzaddik or not? What's actually going to help me to know whether I'm a complete Tzaddik or not? You know, we're always told that you shouldn't, you should always look at yourself as if you're a Bainani. Maximum a Bainani. And therefore, every mitzvah you do could tip the scales. 
So what, what, why do I have to know if I'm a tzaddik? I'll find out. I'm never asking whether I was a tzaddik or not. Why do I have to know if I'm a tzaddik or not? What difference? Says the Gon, I think it was. He says, you know why? The Nafkwin is in the Gemara we just had beforehand. When you get a piece of advice, you know, you get, you get this grand idea to go and uh, do a certain mitzvah. Okay? So you automatically assume, ah, it must be the Yetzirah Toy. You've forgotten the Yetzirah also is that Zavuv, that fly which sits on both sides of the heart. How do you know it's not the Yetzirah? Just as we said, working by a copper, doing this on credit. How do you know? So it says the God, if you're a Tzadik Gomer, well, the Tzadik Gomer is judged by the He's guided by the Yetzirah. So you can be assured this definitely comes from the Yetzirah. So if you're a Vilma God and you get the, the uh, Hisarius to do a mitzvah, go ahead and do the mitzvah. But if you're not a Tzadik Gomer, you better think twice before doing the mitzvah. Is this the work of the Yetzirah or is this the work of the Yetzirah? Yeah, I think I mentioned this in the past about Rukhaim Elogna when he came to the, when he came to, uh, the Vilma God was excited about his idea of setting up the yeshiva. You mentioned this in the past? Yeah? The kids of the Gaon said to him, he wasn't, the Gaon didn't uh, react. Rabbi Chaim Elosham thought maybe he hadn't heard him. Came back a second time after a month or so, and he thought the three was much more serious this time. And the Gaon said, yeah, it's a good idea. Baruch al He said, why didn't you tell me that the first time? He said, the first time you came, you came all excited. I wasn't sure if it's the work of the Yitzhah or the Yitzhah Second time, I could see he thought this through is much harder for you, thought this through with all the financial responsibilities that, yeah, obviously your is trying to stop you, then I knew this advice is coming from the Yitzhah then you should go ahead with it. And he, they say he learned, he touched down the potter with Rus and Normi. It says, what does it say? That constantly, Normi was telling Rus, don't, don't convert, it's not worth it, da, da, da. and in the end, what happened? What does it say? It says, And she saw, Normi saw, that Rus was having a hard time, she was having to work to keep up with her, then, says the potter. Then she stopped trying to convince her not to undergo the gear. Why? Because when she saw that the body was working hard to stop her, was, was lethargic, then she realized this is not the work of the Yitzharah. The Yitzharah is responsible for the body. If the body is trying to hold her back, then the Yitzharah must be coming from the Yitzharah. So the God, when I can see it's coming from the Yitzharah, not the Yitzharah, then I'm telling you it's a good idea. But otherwise, says the Gemara, that's right, Rava says, you've got to know what the Yitzharah Gomer. If you're a Vilna God, if you're a Tzadik Gomer, then you can... Be, uh, you can be assured that uh, it's coming follow that advice straight away otherwise be a little wary finally Omar Rav says Rav this world was only created for the likes of Achov ben Omri Tadek or Rosha yes I think we can safely say Rosha in other words he enjoyed this world believe me he had riches he had everything you could want in this world next world uh, I don't think he has too much there with Rabbi Hanino ben Zosov and the other world is created for Rabbi Hanina ben Zaysa. The Achal ben Omri Oilam Azaz, we said this world is for Achal ben Omri, and Rabbi Hanina ben Zaysa Oilam Abod. Did Rabbi Hanina ben Zaysa enjoy this world? Not very much. He only had one cup of, uh, of carrots from, from week to week, from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. His enjoyment is coming in the next world.